Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, Valentine's, Door Greeting, and 78 Days in a Barrel. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and Tyler Yoakum. Blackjack. Uh, poker. No, just blackjack. Oh, just, you want to play blackjack? No, I actually have a reason for saying this, because blackjack is 21. And that's the number of our episode today. Oh, episode 21. So yeah. next week will be our poker episode, 22. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how poker there, works. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know much about cards at all, but I did know that 21 blackjack thing. So there you go. No, no. I have. There was a movie called 21, I think, back in the day. Yeah, Kevin uh, Spacey. Yeah, Kevin. We can't talk about Kevin Spacey anymore. Oh, okay. He's a bad guy, right? Is, is he? he? Is, I think he's one of the bad actors I have out no there. idea. It's hard to keep track anymore. I don't know anything about him. But anyway, yeah. I, I mean, he was in that movie. He's a good actor. I would. I just wouldn't want to be named Spacey. That seems. Like, I mean, if that's not a stage name, <laughs> why would you Kevin. take that? Yeah. Hey, welcome little. to New Hope Underground. I'm Darren Hansen. <laughs> I'm Tyler Yoakum. And welcome to another fantastic introduction. The 21st of the season. Yeah, that's right. We just keep rocking along. Yeah. And uh, we've we've had, we've had some great episodes lately. I don't. It's, and I don't. Our numbers have been down a little. I'm just being honest. People aren't listening as much. Well, I was. I just. You had mentioned that before the show, and I pulled it up, and I. For all of our shows across the podcast network, we're up over the last thirty days. Actually, we're down this past week, though. So it has been a it has been a just a week. Be- little week, it's which makes a, me kind of yeah, which makes me a little upset. Not uh, upset <laughs> at anybody in particular or anything. Not angry, but I just, no, not angry. But I just mean like we had such a great podcast with the pet <laughs> the pet mayors and you know the. The, our pe- animal pet politics, yeah, our mayoral candidates that are animals. I love that episode. Yeah. I I had a, I laughed out loud listening it a, to it. It was a good discussion. Well, I mean, even just yeah, I mean, there's a we could talk a lot more on it really if we wanted to. Yeah, we probably should talk about why in the world I'm laughing out loud listening to my own podcast. <laughs> I mean, there's something psychologically well, wrong there. No, I think that's a good sign. I mean, I think that means other people might be laughing too, right? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We had a good time. Yeah. It was fun. But if you haven't had a chance to listen to that or haven't listened to that last episode, uh, what was the name of it? I can't remember the name of it. Uh, here it is. It's about animal politics. Oh, yeah. Animal Wrestling, man. video games, and animal politics. Yes. That was a, it was a great episode. There was a lot, episode a lot of ground. 20. A lot of ground covered in season two, episode 20. Oh, man. We just rocked it. Go back and listen. So how has your week been? It's been good. Yeah, it was a crazy busy weekend. Uh, just you know, getting ready for Vision Sunday and stuff. Vision Sunday happened, and then uh, now it's now it's the week. You know, it's here. Well, we uh, we had a new grandbaby. Yes, you had an exciting week weekend. Was it was it Friday? This last Thursday. Thursday. This last, this last week, uh, my daughter had a little girl. That's so, so exciting. Yeah, named Darren. That was so yeah, sweet we named her Darren. No. <laughs> her name's May. M A E. Yes. Uh, and her last name is Barry, so her name is Mayberry. Which I learned from someone not in your family that is the name of a town in a TV show. Yeah, see, that's what's interesting is your generation wouldn't think anything, probably think anything of it. Right. But I, I was like, oh, it's a show, cute, which like, is an old show. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's yeah. a cute name, and someone's like, Mayberry is the name of a town in yeah the Andy Griffith show. Right, but that's not you know that's not why they named her that. Of oh, course, it is. They just love the name May. Gotcha. And uh, it's a great name. Did, was Are you familiar? Did you watch the Andy Griffith show? Yeah. So Yeah, I was familiar with it. So is there like a special place in your heart for her name because it's tied no, to that? No, oh. not at all. Okay. You don't no, think about I, mean, I wasn't like a huge fan or anything oh, or gotcha. anything like that. Gotcha. Uh, I just love the the name May. And her, her middle name is Isla. May. E-I-L-A. May Isla Berry. Yeah. I love it. So anyway, I'm kind of proud. Yeah, you should be. You know, you're gonna like carry around pictures of her in like, in like your wallet and show them to people. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. All the grandkids, you know, just keep keep <laughs> keep adding that. Well, it's exciting. Well, hey, um, I've I was reading this story. Okay, online. This guy, uh, in South Africa, it's another Guinness Book of World Records story. Oh, but yeah. I, I I tried to stay away from these actually because we kind of we kind of got into them for a while. Yeah, there were too many of them. But this was really interesting to me. For some reason, and, and, and I'm still perplexed with this story on several fronts. Okay. Just to put that out there before I, before I even get into it. Yes. But this guy has set a world record of 78 days spending in a barrel on top of a 82-foot pole. Okay. Um, I'm just going to let that sit there for a second. Yeah, let's can I can I break that can we break that down for a second? Yes. So there's a man. It's a man. He's inside a a, a middle-aged wood, man. Like a wooden a wooden barrel? A wooden barrel. And that wooden barrel is atop a pole, like a like a flagpole? Yeah, some, it's like a wooden pole. Okay, a wooden pole. And that I believe. And that pole is you said 82 82 foot tall. Okay. So it basically he's suspended way up in the air in a barrel. Is Just, it is he balancing? He's just standing in the barrel. So the barrel is, I'm assuming, is like a fixed. It's a wood barrel, you know, just yeah, like right. And he, in order to, he stand, he's just standing there. You know, people will come by, and they'll wave at him and stuff. They'll wave back. And they would, uh, they had like a pulley system with a bucket to get him food and things like. <laughs> they had people that would wait on him every day. Oh wow! Basically, but he was setting a record, at 78 days in South Africa, and. Uh, it was pretty amazing. And I'm thinking, okay, you're way up in the air. The only way he could even get down into the barrel was he have to get into fetal position in order to sleep. Right. So, yeah, so assuming, I mean, 80, 78 days, he would have had to have slept some. So he there. spent 78 days. Now, here's the thing. Now, here's this is one level that perplexes me, okay? Yeah. He broke the record that he held. No. He held the previous record of 67 days in 1997 of the same thing. And he just was never satisfied. Apparently he never said, he said that the reason why he wanted to break it uh, was to make it di- more difficult for someone else to break it later. Because clearly someone's trying to break it if from 97. No 67 days apparently wasn't enough. So 78 now, 78. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, one question is how did he go to the bathroom? Do you think he just went into something and then lowered it down in the pulley system? Well, they showed up. They put a camera in the barrel, and oh. it's just a barrel uh, but it has a drain in the middle of it. Oh. I don't know if that's what was going on uh. or or what. Yeah. And he didn't really talk about it, and I didn't really ask. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask him when you interviewed him for this. <laughs> I was watching this video. Let's go ahead and cut to the interview. I just thought, okay, here, let's, let's, let's start with my problems that I have here, why it perplexes me. Right. Number one. The obvious one. Why do you feel a need to go 78 days as opposed to 67 days? Which gives you, what, a grand total of, what, 67 and 78? It's 11. 145 days? Oh, total. Total that this guy spent in a barrel of his life. 145 days of your life spent in a barrel 82 feet up in the air by yourself. Right. And the second second time wasn't necessary. That's what I'm confused by. I mean, all for the sake of a Guinness Book of... I mean, what would... That brings me to this point, Tyrell Yoakum. Okay. What would it take to get you to spend 145 days of your life 
by yourself in a barrel. I'm I'm telling you what I would need would not no one would give me to do that. I'm trying to I Guinness Book of World Records. No, I don't care. The about, fame that comes with that. No, there's no fame that comes. With, I mean, I bet I bet 99.9 percent of our listeners would never have known about this barrel man from South Africa if it weren't for this podcast, and they would <laughs> and they would never have learned. I know this man spent over a hundred days in a in a barrel. I got it off some thing called Africa News. Oh. So I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm just I'm just disappointed. I think of so many other records that you know he could have went for something else. So what would it take though? I mean, if if let's say you were, what would it really take for you to do that? A lead role in High School Musical four. Um, you would do it for a lead role in High School Musical four. If they just give it to me, I didn't have to like prove my you know singing talents or acting skills, and and they so were so no just, matter how bad you were, they said you spent 180 days in a barrel, and <laughs> we'll give you the lead role to High School Musical four. No matter how 4. bad you were in the actual role, right? I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. care as long as it was you know prop properly distributed like they would normally distribute the movie. So can and, we just break it down to this? That okay. Tower Yoakum would spend 145 days in a barrel total, right. anyway, the top of 82 foot pole if he became a teen idol. And and to clarify, I would want the barrel to be affixed to the pole. I wouldn't want to have to balance. Oh, it's fixed. It's, yeah. yeah, it's okay. I mean, they, this pole was really tall, of course, but they had it anchored down with cables. And yeah, yeah. As long as I was like fully safe, there was a drain. You know, the whole nine. I was. It was getting. You food. would consider it. Yeah, yeah. If Disney Gosh, came. Gosh, I me. just don't think that even any, anything like that would get me up there. There's nothing. I just don't. Wow. I don't know. It would have to be an awful, awful lot. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what. Because think about how many hours he spent by himself. What if uh, What if somebody guaranteed you that New Hope Underground would go to like a million listeners an episode? If you spent, like, let's say, like, eno- we got enough people to say, I'll listen to Underground regularly if, Darren, you spend 140 that days. That might get you, that might get you uh, two days for me. Two days for a million active listeners. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I mean, two days. Yeah, but no, that's fair. Good grief. I mean, this guy. Now, here's the other. Okay, here's some of the other questions that perplex me. Ready? Okay. What about the weather? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're 82 feet up in the air in a barrel. That's probably attached why. Attached to a pole. That's probably why the drain exists, right? I would think the drain would be there because you don't want to fill it up with water, with yeah. rain. You'd be just sitting in like a, t- a barrel tub. So you I'm know? guessing they just kind of, you know, take that pulley system and get him like a raincoat or, you know, but, but. It just, I mean, there was beautiful scenery when you watched the video, but I'm thinking, you're not going to have great weather for all 78 days. No, there's no right? chance. I don't know what South Africa's so that perplex- climate's like. but That perplexed me. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that uh, perplexed me was this. Just being by yourself. Don't they say that you go crazy after so long? Like, just no interaction? Yeah. Maybe he did have some interaction. People right. just sat out there on lawn chairs and talked to him from 80 feet down. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think how far. I'm tr- I'm really bad with measurements. Like, I'm bad with geography. I'm also bad with, like, like Here's the way I look at it. Distance. Ready? Here's, yep. the way, here's how. This is the only way I know how to do it. Okay. Basketball goal was 10 feet. Oh. So you put eight of those on top of each other. That's pretty That's pretty high. You'd have to shout to yeah. talk to people. I mean, he's way up there. Yeah. And if you watch the video, it's like you can see mountains in the background and stuff. Uh, I mean, he's... Yeah. It's, He's way up there. I feel like, like birds would be a problem too. Yeah, birds. Yeah. Think of all these issues. Oh my gosh. But being alone. Think by of all yourself. the pigeons with hats on just flying by him, you know? How long do you think you could be by yourself though? I mean, like, no interaction with anybody. No interaction with anybody. No, like. Before you actually cracked. Would I have my phone up there? No. No, no phone. Yeah, I mean, I would give myself maybe 12 hours. I don't know. 
Really? <laughs> um, Just 12 hours. I have a hard time being by myself. <laughs> well, see, Christians talk about this all the time, about how we need solitude. Right, yeah. And you look at Jesus, you're like, well, he had times of solitude. But when I was I was just reading through this, think about this for a second. He did have times of solitude. He would go purposely go out by himself and pray. Right. But he did that in the throes of like some of the most major crowds. Right. And the major things going on every day. And then he would return to it. Yeah. And sometimes it was like three in the morning when he would get a break. Right. But he was right back at it. Yeah. And I always found it interesting that there's some people say that you would actually benefit as a Christian if you would spend a lot more time in solitary, like the monks. Yeah. You know, taking a vow of silence kind of thing. Oh, could never. I heard this one guy, there's one monk, uh, took a vow of silence, right? He was in right. a monastery. Yeah. And he went for uh, 10 years, right? Yeah. And then the guy in charge, the head monk, let he, uh, told him that his 10-year anniversary had come up and he gets to say two words. And so he said, okay, Food cold. He's like, okay, thank you for that. Now go back into your silence. Ten more years goes by. He gets to say two more words. Okay. He says, bed hard. I'm like, okay, well, thank you. Go back into your silence. After 30 years, the next 10 years, you get two more words. And he says, I quit. And his <laughs> boss said, doesn't surprise me. You've done nothing but complain since you've been here. <laughs> 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 Corny joke. Man. Well, that was a good grandpa joke. I like that. I just think it's uh <laughs> I think it's interesting though that some people kind of equate uh spirituality with solitude. Right. Now I'm not saying that we shouldn't have times by ourselves. You know, we need that. We need yeah. times by ourselves and God. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't necessarily I think it's interesting because God made us to be relational. Community and relational, yeah. Yeah. So Seriously, ask yourself. I mean, there's a balance there, of course, somewhere. We need times of solitude. That's not what I'm saying, but just not 78 days in a barrel. 78 days in a barrel, right? You know, what's that get? A, I don't know. Are you closer to God, or are you going crazy by then? I think physically you're closer to God if you're up 82 <laughs> feet, but it's a different conversation, you know. Of course, if I, if I are you scared of heights? Terrified. Are you? Yeah. So you would be closer to God just from praying all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, I'm going to fall out of this barrel. Yeah. Yeah. The barrel would have to be pretty secure. That's why I said it needed to be, you know, fixed. But I would do almost anything for high school. Musical. I'm not scared of heights, but I sure am scared of falling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Well, anyway, I just thought it was an interesting no, it's, story. It's really cool. And yeah, again, I think, uh, I think maybe we would both do well in a barrel together. If we had each other, I think it would make things better. Right. Yeah. Maybe we had two barrels. Yeah. Two yeah. barrels on top of the two pole. Two barrels, two poles. Us. And we could dress like monks and tell her to go away. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's perfect. Stuff with Tyler. Stuff with Tyler. Stuff with Tyler. Hey, stuffers. Welcome back to Stuff with Tyler. It's the part of the show where I tell you some stuff. And as you know, on this season of Stuff with Tyler, we've been doing a segment within my segment every week. Uh, we do it without fail. It has the same name, and it's called Let's, Let's See How, how Many Oscar, Oscar predictions, predictions Darren, Darren got, got Right. right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Every week. It's time for that now. It's time, yeah. The Oscars were this past Sunday night. Um, I was pretty disappointed because uh, I had an event that I was um, at, and so I missed the beginning of the Oscars, and so I went back after the event. Um, it was like 8.30 at night when I started watching them, and then I fell asleep. So you watched them. Well, I fell asleep. 
um, in like the early part of them, like about probably about a half hour in. It's the three hour, you know, tele- telecast or whatever. So it's a pretty long show. I just don't have a desire to watch it, really. Well, you, there's just too many political statements. And there stuff. are a lot of political. I don't statements understand that they why make. everybody feels like like we care what they think about it. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm I'm espousing no. opinion. Maybe I shouldn't espouse. No, but. please espouse. Uh, it's it's interesting because yeah, it's like you're you're good at you're good at reading a script memorizing a script and acting out that script on in front of a camera right but that doesn't mean that you're like a a person that should give a political statement you know what i mean but i i don't know at the same time i guess their justification is they they've been given this platform and so they're going to use it to you know spout their well start their own podcast they should start their own probably they have you know maybe they're already doing (laughs) that's why we have this is to spout opinions of our our own i guess if i won an award i would just say hey listen to to our podcast i wouldn't necessarily just go on to my own opinion yeah go listen to a underground for my my views (laughs) on things i'll be in a barrel for two days (laughs) well anyway so the oscars were last night like i said i missed i fell asleep um partway in and I woke up the next morning Monday morning and got on my phone and not thinking that I missed the Oscars open up Facebook and the first thing I see is the winner of the best picture category and I was really disappointed because I was gonna go I went back Monday and watch them oh we're recording today on so Tuesday. it's kind of a spoiler for so I, yeah I got I kind of got best picture spoiled I was supposed to stay off the internet all, until I was able to sit down and watch them but anyway uh so what we did was a few weeks back if you weren't uh if you haven't listened to some of the later episodes we went through a few of the most popular categories from the academy awards and we had Darren guess who the winner would be because I'm so well versed in all of this you know pop culture like the back of your hand I've, almost every show and stuff you've brought up I'm like what you're like is that a thing that's the thing that <laughs> happened so we're gonna go through and we're gonna say which one uh darren chose from the category which which uh, uh nominee and then which cat which one actually won so first up animated feature film you had said that klaus would take home the oscar i did for best uh animated feature film which was uh Claws or something like that. Yeah, it's like it was about santa claus yes. it was from netflix animated feature um and the winner was toy story 4 and I didn't think that would win because it was too well known. It was you know? too well known, and it didn't. But they did. It didn't win the Golden Globes. So there was, you know, there was some hope there that it wouldn't win an Oscar, but it did. Uh, it won the Oscar. So, zero for one. Zero for one. We're gonna jump into actor in a supporting role. You chose Al Pacino for The Irishman. Yes, I did. And I think that was one of the few names that you recognized from the list. And you're like, this will <laughs> that'll happen. Uh, and the winner was Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time. Yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. That's what I heard. I don't really know much about it. I don't know. I know I, I know that I've never watched a Brad Pitt movie. Really? No. Uh, and no, no Brad desire Pitt movie. to. You never watched Oceans 11 or 12? Or? Oh, you know what? I did watch oh, Oceans okay. 11. So you're a Brad Pitt fan. No, not a <laughs> not Brad a Pitt fan. fan. In not fact, fan. that might have been the last one. I, I, no, that's all I've watched. It's the I, only one. I don't think I've watched anything else with him in it. Yeah. Can't, but can't think of anything sorry, else. Sorry, anyway. No, that's, um, that's good. Poor Al. Poor Al Pacino. He never, never stood a chance, you know? Uh, did you, uh, did you so, see where Martin Scorsese fell asleep during Eminem's? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Never, I must have missed that part, but that's incredible. I just read about it. Never mind. Oh, that's Go incredible. Ahead. Um, so, uh, so Brad, Brad Pitt, he won for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is about like the Manson family murders. Yeah. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. The Manson family murders with Sharon Tate and all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what the movie was based on. Kind of crazy. Anyway, uh, actress in a supporting role. You chose Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Yeah, because I thought she's, I don't know, her name's been out a lot there recently, so I just thought she'd win, but she didn't. (laughs) 
<laughs> you did you already look to see what yeah it was laura many, dern right it was laura dern for marriage story yes um a, sh- a movie couldn't on Netflix. tell you about anything about that yep you don't know who laura dern is no nope not a clue okay cool uh you know, i do know who her dad was oh yeah he was Bruce an actor. yeah she uh he was a, in the hill street blues okay back yeah in the i was 80s. A, and i think her mom was also maybe an actor i don't know she, i think you're she right. shouted yeah. him out at, in her speech uh act or uh, i'm sorry best director you chose Sam Mendes for 1917. That's the only movie I saw, so I thought that should. And it was an incredible movie. Yeah, the way it was shot it was and everything. Good. I yeah. really, I really did think he would win best. And there's director. a lot of people to direct. Remember, there's... I said there's a lot of people there. It's a war. Yeah, yeah, and there were tons of people that needed directed. So that's who you chose, rightly so. The winner, unfortunately, was not Sam Mendes for 1917, but it was Bong John Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. Parasite, yes. Parasite, which we're gonna hear again here. Yes, we sure. are, and it and it won best foreign language film, which we didn't have you choose because you know you hadn't seen any yeah. foreign language film movies. Right. But it won best foreign language film, um, actor in a leading role. You chose Jonathan Price for the Two Popes. Yes, which I have I have not seen. And I have no idea what it is. Yeah, but you 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 thought it seemed like a pretty prestigious yes you know, seemed, film. Seemed and, prestigious. And yeah. It was a guy I didn't really haven't heard of, and I thought, well, usually it's a guy I haven't heard of that wins. <laughs> Well, in this case, uh, it was Joaquin Phoenix, who you probably have heard. Uh, yes. For Joker, he yeah. won. And I should have went with him because he was a favorite. You know? Yeah, he was a favorite. And he won. I was uh, bucking the system, and there you go. Yeah. I mean, you took a chance, and uh, it just didn't pay off that round. Um, and then there's actress in a leading role. You chose Renee Zellweger for Judy, and she won. And I told you the, my reasoning for that. Yes. Because every time you have an actress portray another actress, they seem to, they seem to win. <laughs> actors love seeing uh, <laughs> actors be actors, you know? So I got one right. You got that. And then, yeah, Best Picture, you chose 1917, which, again, incredible movie I thought would win Best Picture. But the winner was actually Parasite. The yeah, f- which was kind of a... Was that kind of a controversial win? It was... In so a way? It was controversial only because it's the first ever foreign language film, like to win best picture. So there, I mean, there's always been the foreign language category that it's all non. What is parasite about? So that's the thing is I don't really know. I've not watched it yet. Um, but in the trailer is really confusing. It's about, um, a rich family. It's a South Korean film. It's about a rich family where, um, this poor family, like their son goes in and pretends to be like fluent in English to teach their kid English, um, as like a tutor, um, and then weird things happen. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. It looks decent. It got 99% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, I don't know. I, every time I try to bring up movies, I don't watch movies very often, to be honest, but right. we bring them up. My wife was bringing them up last night, and she was wanting me to watch this one called Velocipaster. <laughs> it was a pastor that turned into a dinosaur. Please tell me you watched it. No, I did not watch it. Velocipaster? But I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's an Oscar winner. Oh, my goodness. Is that... Oh, I have so many questions. Not even joking, by the way. I have so it's many. It's on Netflix. Oh, my gosh. Velocipaster. I'm looking it up right now. Veloc... Yeah, like it's like the Velociraptor. Dinosaur, yeah. Yeah, Velocipaster. Did you see they discovered a new uh, species of Tyrannosaurus uh, rex? No. In Canada. It's really? It's like Canadian. Of, yeah, it was a Canadian. The Velosa... He died from... Uh, let me guess. He died because he drank too much beer. <laughs> It's a, because it's Canadian. Oh, Canadian. That's a Canadian joke. Whoa, this looks this looks scary. Velocipaster does. Velocipaster looks terrifying. I yeah. didn't really look at it very long. I just you, you just heard the I name. Heard that? And you're like, she's eh. like, hey, let's watch this. I'm like, no way. Wow. See, she loves that stuff. She she watched Sharknado. Oh yeah, she likes she likes. I could see Charlotte liking like the yeah. cheesy like horror. It. Yeah, it definitely looks very cheesy. Um, Can you read like the tagline or something or like the? 
Yeah. Uh, So the the short synopsis is, after losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first, horrified by the new power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime. Oh, you're kidding me. And ninjas. So don't watch this, folks. Don't watch it. We were speaking about something we had no idea we were talking about. I love that. Velocipaster. I love that it's a hooker convinces him to fight crime and ninjas and ninjas <laughs> it's like it's, oh it's like my somebody God. just s- coming up with many things they can think of and pour them into one film i feel like that's like netflix's thing is they put a bunch of just like random junk <laughs> on there just to try and get people oh, to which watch junk it. all right and this is a uh, this is Velosa one pastor oh that's incredible that's, that's an oscar winner for next year maybe that's a funny that's just a funny title just overall but anyway uh, pretty good stuff. And those were, uh, so you were one for seven, basically. Long Thank and you. short of it. You were one for seven. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, we'll do this again. It's the best I've ever done. <laughs> we'll do this again next year uh, to see how you compare. Uh, a couple things coming up here at New Hope that I wanted to make you all aware of. Uh, junior high youth conferences coming up. This is for sixth through eighth graders. It's happening March 6th and 7th in Bloomington, Illinois. Cost us $50 to attend. And you can learn more and register by February 19th at newhopechurch.cc slash conference. We also have First Sundays coming up. This is our monthly gathering in Shelbyville that takes place on First Sundays. Our very first one's happening on Sunday, March 1st from 6 to 7 p.m. at Spruce Street Studios. So be sure to join us for that if you're in the Shelbyville area. And be sure to invite friends and family um, in the community to join you as well. That was Stuff with Tyler. Stay fresh. Cheese bags. Hey everybody, we're starting a new feature. That's right, Underground's branching into all sorts of unexplored areas, and this is one of those areas. This is called Spotlight. Now, you've heard that before. We've done Spotlight interviewing different staff members and so forth, but this is called Spotlight on a Ministry, and we're bringing in like volunteers from our church who work in various ministries and just having a chat, and this is the very first one ever, so I'm welcoming to the New Hope Underground podcast, Grace Schuler. Hi, Grace. Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. Now, Grace, you and I have been friends for a long time. Long time. I know, like when you were like way back, like when you were real young. Yeah. High school is forever ago. (laughs) How old are you now? 22. 20. Oh, gosh. Getting old. Yeah. I almost said 21. (laughs) (laughs) You're a new 22-year-old. Yeah. And what what do you do? Um, I'm a physical therapist assistant at Sarah Bush. Um, so I get to see people like after they've had, um, surgeries or if they're injured and I get to like help them get back to doing what they want. Well, that's awesome. Somebody needs to do that. Yeah. So do you like it? I do. I love it. I like get to talk to them and kind of get to know them too since I see them I need to ask this question. Have you ever severely injured someone worse? (laughs) <laughs> not purposely <laughs> <laughs> that's good i'm glad you, i'm glad so far it's working out for you yeah now you said your niece said that you she yeah. had a different word yeah. for your job what was it uh physical paratist physical <laughs> <laughs> i wonder what kind of money a physical paratist makes maybe you should think about going into, into that i don't even know what they do but i want to <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what they do but i want to be that <laughs> so now you you have served in all sorts of ways growing up here the church yeah how long have you been going here um, new hope i think i started coming with my parents when i was like two years old oh so, so it's pretty much your whole life yeah 20 years grace yeah how about that years. so you've done a lot of different things been um, always involved yeah whenever i was i think junior high i helped like in the baby nursery and then took a break for a while and then um 
I started helping with the high schoolers, the youth group, um, about three years ago, and now I help with the greeting team also. So, so you're on the greeting team. Yes. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about was the greeting team. What exactly is the greeting team? So it's like a lot like it sounds. <laughs> we <laughs> greet. <laughs> pretty, pretty obvious yeah. name for it. Yeah, it's pretty convenient. So um, there's like several different ways you can be on the greeting team. Um, you can be at the doors and just. Now this is on Sunday mornings. Yes. Is yeah. it only Sunday mornings? Is there um, any 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 reason to even have a greeting team for anything else? I'm just curious. Um, I think they do them for like if there's a special service like Easter oh, okay. or if a worship night a worship. or something. Yeah. Okay. But mostly just Sundays. Okay. And so you're at the door. Yes. And so whenever a person approaches, you open the door and um, just like say good morning, like happy you're here and smile. If and you're not him, sick. And hand them coffee. Yeah. Well, I wish we could hand a coffee. <laughs> Go to the cafe for that. They'll hook you up. Okay, but. so you're like the first person somebody sees when they're walking in. Yeah. So how does that make you feel? Any pressure there? Um, I think at first I was nervous. But Were you really? Yeah, I feel like whenever I see people, I just like, there's so many words and I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, it now I feel like I see a lot of the same faces and like, I'm starting to know their names, and so it's just... Well, what attracted you to do it to begin with? Um, I really, I just like people, and um, Carol Donsbach actually asked if I would want to do that, um, and kind of explained what you do, and it seemed like something I'd really like. So does it fit you? Yeah. Personality and everything? Mm -hmm. So what does a person have to have? Like, what do you think are, like, some of the key giftings, if you will, for lack of a better term, or just as, you know passion points that people have or whatever to make a good door greeter um i think really whenever somebody comes in the door they just like want someone to just be genuine so um just knowing that like you're feeling welcome um so really like smiling and i feel like everyone can smile so um i think anyone can you're a smiley person i can see that (laughs) but yeah anyone can be a greeter for sure Anyone. Well, Gosh, there's some days I don't like, think I could there? be a greeter. There's some days I'm just like, ah, I don't think I could do that. And I don't think yeah. they would want me there. Yeah. Way too cranky. You ever have like, what happens if you wake up cranky on a Sunday? Now what? I feel like that's happened before, but it's almost like once you <laughs> <laughs> once you get greeting and you are smiling at people and like telling them good morning, like it just makes you have a better mood. Um, the people I've been greeting with, they've, been on like the same rotation as me for like all three years so i've kind of built a relationship with them too oh cool so i really i look forward to it greetings. so a door greetings kind of got almost become like a little bit of a group of door greeters you guys get yeah. to know each other and hang out yeah a little bit that's yeah. cool any weird stories at all um there's been like a couple of times Wait a minute, you have been doing this for three years yeah oh like my gosh close okay. to three years okay so you've got you've got a weird story I don't know if it's weird, but it just like cracks me up. So, um, there's this family, I don't remember their names, but they're, it's like a really big family. And there was one Sunday, I think the dad had all the kids and he kept trying to leave Yikes. and he was like counting. He's like, one, two, three, dang it. <laughs> and then he would have to like, he would come back out and then have another kid and he'd like do a head count again. And like he was holding two and like, there was one holding on to his leg and it's just like he was trying to get them all in line and <laughs> I don't know it's pretty entertaining 
and like all the little kids that come in and they're like really high energy. Have you had any parent like dart back in real quick and say, oh crud, I forgot my kid. <laughs> a couple of Have times. Have you really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, hey, where's the little one? You notice a little bit later. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So you got to try to keep the spirits up of people that are being, you know, have a crazy hectic thing going on. Yeah. Have you ever noticed like people drive in the parking lot and maybe they're like upset or cranky or fighting. Then they get to the door and all of a sudden <laughs> you're like, guys are trying to smile. I mean, do you ever notice you. that? I don't know. Um, I feel, I've seen people like eat taco, like Taco Bell <laughs> or like some McDonald's That sounds like me. Yeah. On the and, way, on the way up. And then they'll come in and makes me jealous because that always looks good but um <laughs> i don't know if i've seen him be cranky you should charge admission or something like if you've got something you got some food you're bringing in you should yeah. you should get something out of that you're opening the door for him we've always thought it'd be fun like the people that i greet with if we could do like a karaoke thing when they come in or <laughs> like some sort of entertainment but, i wonder how what we how do you think people would respond to something like that i feel like there's some people that would avoid that d- door at all costs and then there's yeah. other people that would like thrive in that they're like dude you didn't go through the karaoke door did you <laughs> yeah no. stay away from that they should keep it like projected on the big screen in the auditorium or something you guys should like hand out donuts one day like little pieces of donut with like toothpicks in them like hors d'oeuvres that'd be awesome yeah i actually when we were in alabama um we went to a, a church down there and they did hand you donuts when you walked in nice so that was yeah I'm going there. Quick. Just let me know where that's at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have you guys come up with any other creative ideas? What you do? You know, be better, better door greeters. Um, like realistically or theoretically. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Whatever stories you got. Um, sometimes the music starts, but we're you know still greeting sure. the people coming in late. So like, if we could like dance and be like, hey. Join us. You're not too late. And I don't, I don't really know. Just like get the dancing and the worship started right as you walk in. I don't know. I'm starting to get the feeling that you've really got to be a real happy morning person <laughs> in order to be a door greeter. If a lot it of starts us grab like our coffee. early service starts like 845. So. And you got to be there like 820. 820. So, yeah. And be happy. Right. So you got to have it all together. Are you a morning person? Um. Some days I am, some days I'm not. It's really weird. But you try to be on Sundays. Yeah. If so I get my coffee. Seriously now, what like is really fulfilling for you when it comes to that? Like when it comes to it actually being a ministry, when do you know what's a ministry? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, it was, it's weird timing that you wanted to inter- interview me for this podcast because I had never been to a different church before. And so like when we went to the new church in Alabama, um, I knew nobody and I felt kind of overwhelmed. Like it was a big church and just to like walk in and like somebody have a smiling face and um, we didn't even know where the auditorium was. So like we asked them and they showed us and it was just cool to like come in and feel like you were welcome there. And so I think it seems really small to to be on the greeting team, but it makes a big difference um, to somebody who's there for the first time or like if they're walking in and they've got like a car seat and a diaper bag just to like have that ease of walking in and not having to hold all the doors like an extra thing. 
um, I think it just makes people feel more comfortable. Well, that's awesome. It's neat that you had that experience on the other side of things. So you can kind of get an idea of what kind of impact you guys have on a weekly basis. Yeah. That's awesome. Of course, you know, people like me totally appreciate the door greeters, especially when I've got my McDonald's cup in one hand and I'm just trying to wake up and I'm not feeling that hot. And you guys make a big difference. You really do. So that's pretty awesome. Now, here's what I'm going to do, uh, Grace. I'm going to give you a list of 10 things, all right? And I'm going to pause this for a second and give you a chance to, you're going to number them 1 to 10. And now there are all sorts of different things that could happen in life. I'll come back on and read this after you get done. But you're going to number them 1 to 10, 1 being the most important thing in your life and 10 being the least most least important, okay? okay? And then we're going to come back on. I'm going to let everybody know. And just so you know, being a door greeter is on the list. So we're going to see where it ranks in the rest of your life, okay? Sweet. Cool. Hang on. Okay, we're back. Hey, Grace. Hey. Now, it was kind of tough, wasn't it? It did take me a while. (laughs) (laughs) I gave her 10 just various random items that I just kind of made up, put on a piece of paper here. And of things that could happen possibly in life. You know, which ones would be more important to you? Ask you to list one to ten. So we're going to start with uh, number ten. All right. Now, no one, all our listeners don't know what in the world's on this list, but we'll just kind of go as we go. Everybody will get it. Number ten, you put spiders as the least important thing on this list. Yeah. Don't like spiders? I mean, I'm not really a fan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number nine, you put a pet pony. Yeah. I, I thought a pet pony would rank a little higher on some, you know, some of these things here. But I, my theory with animals, I really like to look at them, but I, <laughs> I don't want to own them. You're the <laughs> person work. that goes to the zoo, but you're not going to have any of them running around your house. Right. Okay. Number eight, you put concert tickets to your favorite musical group. Not too big yeah. on concerts then. I think if I can listen on YouTube, I get the exact song I want and the volume I want. And it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. There you go. Number seven, free admission for a year to Disney World. That's really low down. I thought that would be high up the list. I mean, it's a that's pretty. uh, That's a lot of money. It's the best place on earth, so I don't want to (laughs) go. You you don't want to (laughs) go. It's um. I've actually never been to Disney World. So I I was when I was like in fifth grade or something. So it's Mm. been changed a little bit since then. I think. Okay, number six, vacation to New York City. Yeah. So you're just not a traveler much. I mean, you liked Alabama, but that's about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now we're getting to the top five. Number five, free Doritos for a year. That's funny not? how that ranks over Disney World like, <laughs> by two spots. <laughs> Who wouldn't want free Doritos? Number four, you put your dad. <laughs> your dad's number four on the list. You have to hear you the other make three. The top you three. You didn't make the top three. Okay, let's hear the top three then to see which be, what beat out your dad. Uh, number three is door greeting at New Hope. That's where you put door greeting at, number three, above your dad. <laughs> You must really like it. it. Yeah. Okay. You know that or you don't like your dad too much. (laughs) Never know. (laughs) Number two, what's over door greeting? Number two, your occupation. (laughs) So you like, you you love your job apparently more than door greeting. So if you had to give up door greeting to keep your job, you would do that. And your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, you said, no, that was number two. Sorry. That was occupation. Number one. Out of all these things I listed, brushing your teeth every morning. Yeah. Now, see, one thing I thought was interesting about this is you could brush it like other times of the day, but, I, but, I, you, but you don't want to miss it every morning. 
I feel like it just starts out your day good. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so, yes. Yeah, it makes you feel fresh and <laughs> like, you know, if you wake up and you have bad breath, like I don't want to talk to someone near me. Like, there so. you go, folks. Grace is passionate about Jesus and she's pas- passionate about door greeting. <laughs> But she's not as passionate about door greeting compared to brushing her teeth every morning <laughs> or her occupation or what was it, free Doritos for a year? No, no, that was it. Yeah. Door, that was it. Your dad's underneath that. <laughs> Poor Jerry. Sorry, Dad. That's right. Hey, thanks for being on the show, Grace. Yeah, thanks for having me. So the Groundhog said six more weeks. No. Six weeks till spring? Is that right? Six, six, not more. Six more weeks of winter. Oh, this right? could be a short winter. I don't understand how that works. Groundhog says it could be a short winter. Did you know the groundhog, Poxitani Phil, has only been right forty percent of the time? I read that. That's not very good. That means that you should just expect the opposite, right? Yeah, we think so. Point? It could be a long winter. Who knows? Yeah. In Illinois, you never know anyway. Right. You know. And doesn't it vary? You're like, where's where does this? Where does the where does he see his shadow at? Like where in the? He's country? in Pennsylvania. So that's like, I mean, it's completely different, you know? Yeah, I, don't I think know. every I think every township should have their own groundhog. Poxitani is the name of the town, I think. Poxitani, uh-huh. Pennsylvania. I'm not sure if it's Amish or what. Mm. We is should have Amish like, groundhog? We should have Effingham Eddie. We should get our own groundhog. Yeah. In fact, it should be a dog dressed up like a groundhog. Oh. Something like that. That's so. incredible, yeah. <laughs> comes comes out of his dog house and he, he sees his shadow. Anyway, bouncing from one major Holiday like Groundhog's Day to another major holiday, Valentine's Day coming up. The season of love. Now, it's become a really consumeristic holiday, just like Christmas and everything else. Just made by Hallmark to sell cards. And you were telling us the other day that you go the day after Valentine's Day and buy up candy and stuff like that. Yeah, the only way to do it because they they have to slash the price on everything because it's all Valentine's themed and it's one day and then it's done, you know. So what would you say are the top three gifts that people buy Valentine's Day? I mean, because there, there is actually kind of a, right. I was reading this online, there's actually a, a listing of the top three sold gifts. Um, just like general categories? Yeah, number one. Candy. Number one is candy. Oh. Like please. a heart full of candy. Yeah. Number two. Flowers. Flowers, number two. Yeah. Number obviously. three. Yeah, that, that, um, that I'm less sure of. Uh, gift cards? That would be a great one, but no. Number three is jewelry. Oh, you know, a that, ring or that something makes like that. sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But I was I was kind of curious, and I started kind of researching a little bit as to uh, what kind of gift to get on Valentine's Day. Right. You know, I'm trying to figure. I want to do something original. Yeah. Uh, so I, I already did purchase something for my wife. She doesn't know it yet, but I've already purchased it, and I'll give it to her here soon. But um, I started looking. I, I, what I found was a bunch of gifts that people had given their Valentine. You know. Right. And uh, they weren't so great, <laughs> uh, and they got didn't get very good feedback. Oh shoot! So, Cindy, so you know what to stay away from, right? And do you, do you know why we even have Valentine's Day? Something to do with Cupid, maybe? No, not oh. really. Oh, really. You know, it's really interesting. It actually stems from a pagan festival. Oh, back in the Roman times. Okay, uh, which was basically a a, a sp- spring is coming festival and fertility. Uh, okay, and part of the celebration was pairing up men and women. Oh wow! Yeah, like so an it's arranged... like a matchmaking. Like you guys go. So yeah. it was to it was to populate. You're together now. Populate the city. I guess it was it was it was it was really wild, but it was Christianized. 
at some point. Right. I, I use that in quotes, Christianized, a, because the imp, the empire with Constantine became more Christian, if you will, and that was actually one of the worst things that's ever happened to Christianity, hmm. uh, because we started kind of of sterilizing Christianity a little bit with with the way. Anyway, when you go back and look at it, it's kind of interesting. But they Christianized, and so it was named after Saint Valentine, this actual guy. Now there were several guys named Valentine that were thought that maybe was named after, but there was one one in particular that he was actually martyred because he disobeyed a law the Roman emperor had at the time, which was not to marry any of the Roman soldiers, not to perform a wedding ceremony for any Roman oh. soldiers, because the emperor said that married Roman or soldiers would not fight very well. Oh, because they had something to like go home to? So right. They like so he outlawed it. Interesting. But this guy would do... He would do top secret wedding ceremonies, and eventually he was found out, and he was killed. Aww, so well, they say Saint Valentine's Day is named after him because he was all about love and yeah, you know, this kind of thing. Wow, that's I don't know sad. If you that's really sad. That's free. Wow. So we should we should so Valentine's Day should really be more of a time of remembrance and mourning <laughs> than a time of love and happiness. I, I guess wow. it's evolved over the years, of course. And now gonna, it's now it's it is what it is. I'll get my wife an I'm sorry card. So for, do you, have, have you gotten anything yet? Uh, yeah, uh, my wife probably won't listen to this before Valentine's Day, so I'll just uh, share with you what I got her. So we're, we're doing the whole keto thing, you know, and there's that, uh, there's this chocolate brand called Chalk Zero and they are, they were selling like a metal tin of white chocolate, strawberry, like chocolate squares inside this metal tin. So I got her some of that. Wow. And then I was, I was online. There's like a site where I order flowers from, like you can order them from all over the country and they ship them in, in within like a you day. You don't like to buy flowers. Though. I hate buying flowers, but yeah. my wife likes to receive flowers. But then I got to checkout and I saw it was going to be like $102. Oh my gosh. Which they're really nice flowers and they have like succulents They better in them. be for $102. I know. She loves succulents and loves being able to plant succulents. But when I got to checkout and saw it was $102, I said, no, thank you. So I didn't buy them. So. All she's getting is uh, some keto chocolate. That ruins my whole day after Valentine's Day thing now that with keto because there's no keto chocolate anywhere. Now, most of the time, if you were to buy anything diet for your Valentine, that would that would oh, not be good. No, no. This is a good thing. Though. This is a good thing. All she right. would prefer this, yeah, over <laughs> regular chocolate. She, she knows you love her. Exactly. When, when you give her keto. Exactly. Well, I tell you what, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, hope you have a good Valentine's Day. But here, I, I, I did find some mistakes that people made with their gifts. Right. thought I'd throw them at you. Please. Some are kind of funny. Okay. Uh, these are actual gifts that were given to people. I hope one of these isn't keto chocolate. No, one, one was that someone actually gave their Valentine expired coupons. <laughs> Not a good idea. Stay away from that. Right. Uh, don't give flowers that are meant for someone else. Oh. Or taken off a grave. Ooh. People have actually done that. That's happened. Someone actually, I couldn't believe I read this, but someone actually gave someone else for Valentine's Day jumper cables. Practical. Practical, not so much Valentine's Day, but I, you know, okay. You can make them in the shape of a heart, the cables. Don't ever buy your Valentine any type of appliance. Oh, just, really? Just don't. Not a good thing. Like a toaster? Right. Blender? Okay. Because it's just, that, what, you know what that says? When you, when you buy something for a lady in particular. It's like get in the kitchen yes. and blend me up some right. berries, you know? One lady was actually mad because her uh, husband bought her a gas grill for Valentine's oh, Day. Seems more for him yeah. than her. <laughs> uh, someone else, uh, he thought this would be funny and he bought her a get well soon balloon. 
<laughs> she said, and I spent most of the day trying to explain to people that I was okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Another one I read was someone actually received a 24 pack of instant oatmeal. Oh, I, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. Now this was a big faux uh, pas. How do you say that? Faux pas. Thank you, faux pas. This was a big faux pas. I'm French. Ready? This guy bought his wife sugar-free chocolate in a scale. Ooh, oh, not no. good. That's kind of what I'm doing. Minus not the good. scale. Should I get her a scale? No, I shouldn't. No, get her don't a scale. do that. Yeah, don't that's do a that. bad idea. And then so, uh, the last one I read was someone actually bought, uh, and she loved it for some reason. He said that he could not believe that she loved it, but he bought her new tires. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he went into it thinking she would hate it and I know, still he did still it. Get, still did it. But then she loved it. That's great. It's like, well, you get you something practical here for Valentine's Honestly, Day. that's why I didn't spend $100 on flowers. I'm like, there's so many practical things that we could spend $100 on. No, but on, Valentine's you know? Day, Tyler, is not supposed to be practical. That's the point. That, we, the whole point is to go marry soldiers who are forbidden to be married. There you go. So go that's, marry yourself a, a forbidden soldier. That's Valentine's Day there for you. I mean, in a nutshell. It's beautiful. Most beautiful day of the year. I hope you take some of that advice. I will. And spread spread the love. Yeah. So hope you have a great Valentine's Day, everybody. And as you're listening to New Hope Underground, we hope you maybe take a screenshot. Share it to your Instagram and Facebook. That's right. Give us five stars on iTunes. That helps us show up in the search results. Share it with a friend. Share it with a family member. Our numbers are down. So please subscribe. Please subscribe. Get it out there. Please help us out. Get it out there. And thank you for listening once again. Come back next week. We have another incredible show for you. Poker.